Hey everybody, this is Carissa Keister from Stillwater Area Public Schools, home of the ponies, and you are listening to Pony Voices. On this show, we celebrate the amazing people of Stillwater Schools and give you an insider's view of what is happening across our district. Not only is our mascot unique, so are our stories. So grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and settle in for our latest episode. Snow days. They're a rite of passage for students growing up in the Midwest. As soon as those snowflakes start flying, the debate begins among kids, staff, and parents alike. Will they close schools early? Might they delay the start of school? Or maybe, just maybe, we'll get out a little early. Today I'll be talking with Superintendent Mike Funk. He'll give us some insight into how he makes those difficult snow day decisions. But first, let's hear from our own kids and staff to find out how they feel about snow days. I have to admit I am a giant fan of snow days because I love snow. I'm a true Minnesotan and I want to be out in the snow playing and building snowmen and skiing and doing all of the things. Make snowman and shovel sidewalks for people. They're fun because you might get to go sledding with your parents or ice skating. They are like the best days ever because you can like have a chill day. Oh, snow days are a different way just to connect with students um, at a, just a different level, right? Some some kids love learning from home. Usually do the e-learning and really fast so I can get done. And then I go out and play with my friends and be active instead of staying inside all the time. We don't get to be together necessarily for learning, but we can do some great learning at home too. So bring on the snow. We're ready. I'm here with Superintendent Mike Funk, and we're talking snow days. It's a very important topic here in Minnesota where our winters are extreme with snow and ice and frigid temperatures. And I'm sure it's one of the things you get a lot of questions about, right, Dr. Funk? I do. It uh, is one of the things that uh, I hear most about in the winter time frame here as a superintendent. You know, are we going to have school? Are we going to be late? Uh, what's going on with transportation? So it's a, it's a very um, yeah, relevant topic, especially this time of year. So tell us a little bit about the process that you use when you're deciding whether or not to close school due to the weather. Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of things to, for people to consider. The first thing is, um, you know, we want to ensure that our students are traveling back and forth to school in a safe environment. And there's multiple factors that are involved with that. Um, you know, a lot of our students are, are bused into school. A lot of our high school students drive. And so we want to make sure that if we're going to have school, the conditions warrant um, our kids getting back and forth to school in a safe manner. Uh, The other thing that's very unique about Stillwater is the fact uh, we are, you know, in the the seven-county metro area. However, we have a lot of um, wilderness and country roads in Stillwater from the south down near Afton all the way up to... uh, you know, a marine on St. Croix. And so it may not even be snowing in one part of the district, and another might just be getting hit with high winds and snow. And so um, taking all that into account um, as an extra layer of challenge when making decisions. I think that is important. We sometimes forget if we live here in the city that it does look very different on some of those country roads. It does. Um, so, so that, you know, is a certain... Um, factor when we're making decisions. But one thing I like to tell folks, you know, and I, I've had some some people are real, have been real positive about closing or, or being, being delayed with school. Sometimes we haven't done it uh, this winter. And so what I like to tell parents is, is really this. 
Um, we are a large district, and you know the conditions in your neighborhood best. If you don't feel it's safe for your son or daughter to drive to school, or you don't feel it's safe that, you know, we shouldn't put them on a bus today, then don't. Um, you know, we, we try to get this as, as right as we can, but it, it, with a district as large as, as Stillwater Area Schools, um, you know, conditions can, can change um, by the minute and be in diff- different conditions in different spots of the district. So I think that's important. It's, it's really, you know, if I, I've told this to parents, um, if you feel it's unsafe for your, your child to go to school, then, then don't put them on the bus and we'll excuse them from school. And, and I think that that's a fair way to look at it. I think that's really helpful for parents to know that ultimately it is their decision. Um, it takes a, a little bit of the pressure off of you too, because I know this is sometimes controversial and you probably hear from people who are very upset when you do close school, because that obviously complicates things for families. And then those who are upset when you, um, you know, when you don't. <laughs> right. No, we do. And that's just the way it, that that's part of living in Minnesota and being a superintendent. Well, tell me about some of the feedback you get. I know I, I always watch the social media startup as the forecast, you know, is predicting snow and right away the debate the debate begins. Yeah, you know, I learned many years ago as a superintendent to try and stay away from social media. <laughs> um, you know, we, we try to make decisions that are in the best interest of our students and, and our staff who work in the district. And sometimes those aren't the most popular decisions, but we, we try to do what, what's right based upon the conditions on the ground. So let me talk a little bit about that. So, you know, when we're making decisions about whether or not we're going to have school and it looks like it's going to be an early morning decision, um, I get on the phone probably about 5 o'clock in the morning and we're talking to members of our bus company who are out driving the roads. You know, the, the bus drivers know best as far as whether or not they can get through the snow. And then they will make a recommendation to me at that point I'm also in communication with districts all around us um, that that border us on, on the Minnesota side of things, and um, we hear what they're they're seeing in their neighborhoods, and um, they they tell us you know what what their decision is going to be. There's also an email that goes out um, metro wide when there's going to be a snow event that superintendents respond to. Um, you know, explaining what their situation is um, on the ground in, in the different parts of the Twin Cities. So it's not an isolated decision-making. There's a lot of consultation going on um, as far as, uh, you know, what's happening. The other thing that's important to know is we, we do have a number, you know, I think we have over a 1,000 employees in the district. And so we have to take into account where they're driving from and and because uh, a lot, not a lot of them, or not all of them, live in the Stillwater area school district, so that's a factor. So we try to get the message out, you know, as early as possible. Um, you know, five thirty would is really the target. Um, and so then we we fortunately have school notification systems to to get it out to folks, and uh, we're able to let them know that way. The other factors that are involved internally, we have daycare in the morning. Um, so we have to make a decision on whether that's going to happen. We, you know, our cooks often are in early preparing breakfast. So there's just a lot of different moving pieces. It's not just flipping the switch and saying, hey, we're not going to have school or we are. So um, I just, you know, I, I think um, people, it helps that they understand that this is kind of a complex uh, decision-making process and, and notification of folks. Mm-hmm. 
So um, snow days have kind of been the historic, exciting morning. You know, kids are waiting for that phone call. Families are waiting for that phone call. Um, but now we have e-learning days. Let's talk a little bit about what an e-learning day is and, and why that's necessary. One of the benefits of COVID um, was the fact that we were able to transition a lot of our schoolwork online. And so many districts have now gone to, particularly at the secondary level, um, an e-learning platform where they, in kids grades 6 through 12, get uh, their assignments through Schoology, and um, their teachers are available during the day if the students need help. Um, but it's an, it's an opportunity for us to push work out to the kids and try to keep them moving so that they're, they're not um, having gaps in their learning um, if we're having to miss a couple days of snow, school because of snow days. The other nice thing for families or, or that I hear from, from folks is we're not adding days on to the end of the year since we're using e-learning days. So we're allowed to use up to five e-learning days a school year. Um, and so those are five days we don't have to add on to the end of the year um, here in Stillwater. The, the elementary, um, we have choice boards for our kids, which aren't, I don't think they're as good as what we're doing at the secondary level. But again, it gives students an opportunity to um, get, I wouldn't say stay current, but stay um, busy uh, working with uh, different areas of math, science, FIAD, reading, etc. Um, so it's not as, I, I would say the e-learning the e is uh, more beneficial to our older kids than our younger ones. And is the intent for kids to really just be sitting in front of a computer all day like they did during COVID, or is this a little bit different? No, it's a, e-learning? yeah, it's different. Their assignments are com they get, get pushed out. They can go do their assignments, and then they can get caught up on other homework or whatever. So it's not live with their teachers. It's, um, it's more of an independent aspect for the students. And the big question that I hear is, can, still, can kids still go out and play in the snow on an e-learning day? Or are they really going to be tied to their Kids computer can go out and play in the snow <laughs> on, the, on an e-learning day. There are no, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. So I remember um, I grew up here in Stillwater, and there was this urban legend maybe. I don't even know how true it was. But I heard my cousins talking about the time they got stuck at the high school on a snow day because they couldn't get transported home. Um, I'm just curious from your experience, do you have any of those, those really big snow events? So uh, when I was a teacher in Rochester at Willow Creek Elementary in the early 1990s, we had an ice event where the buses could not leave because the roads were sheer ice. So we ended up keeping kids till probably 6 p.m. that night, wow. and we ordered pizzas for hundreds of students that we would just feed in the cafeteria since we couldn't bus them home. So oh, wow. that is... Yeah, that's the most interesting one I think, <laughs> that, that, uh, that I've been through. And that's what we're trying to avoid, right? We want to make sure we can get kids home safely at the end of the school day. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and it's both to school and, and, and back. And so here's something else that uh, this is a rumor that has been going on for years and years and years that I'd like to dispel. So oftentimes they'll say, well, you're going to have kids come into school and then you're going to let them go home early because then you get credit for that school day. We don't get credit for a school day if the kids come here early and, and we send them home. Um, so that that is a uh, maybe happened 30, 40 years ago. That does not happen. If, if we want kids coming to school, we think it's safe for them to be here. Um, it's not so that we are 
There's no financial incentive to have our kids come to school and then send them home when it may be dangerous. So I, I think that that's important for folks to know as well. Definitely. Thanks for clarifying that. Um, is there ever a time when you blew it with a snow day call? When you thought it was you know, going to be really yeah. bad, it turned out. <laughs> yeah, I did. When it was just recently, probably in the last couple of years, um, I, I rely a lot. We had, in my previous district, we had a bus manager who um, worked for the bus company for probably 30 years. So he knew the district and he knew the routes as well as anybody. And so um, we talked early in the morning and looked good. So we decided to go to school. A um, little bit later in the morning, um, we got hit with high winds and freezing rain. And it got to the point where power lines were being, being flipped over and covering roads. And we had buses that were blocked by roads because of the power lines wow. that were out. Um, so it wasn't a major snow event. But it was a freezing rain that took out power lines, and we had buses caught in the middle of it. So that was probably the scariest one that, uh, that we've had. The other thing is, um, again, going back to um, being in a big district, we, we had a significant uh, district area-wise in Albert Lee. And, again, I can remember southern part of the district, no issues at all. And I can remember we had a bus get stuck. And somehow a reporter from the local newspaper was out there, and they took a picture of the bus stuck in the snow. Um, that was probably 10, 12 years ago. Um, and, you know, that's not a good picture for the school district at all. Uh, but, you know, th those things happen. We're not, we're not perfect, but, again, we try to keep the safety of our students um, at the forefront and when we're making these decisions. Definitely. And that just goes to show what you said earlier. I mean, it really is a lot of different factors you have to consider. And ultimately, you can't predict what's going to happen. So you just have to make the best call you can with the information you have. That's, yep, that's right. So just one last question. Um, what's the one thing you really wish our families understood about this whole decision-making process around snow days? You know, it, it's, a, it's an interesting balance because we have the education of our students, which is a real priority for us. And we're balancing the safety of them as well. And so, um, you know, we don't want to um, not have school when we can have school. Um, but at the same time, um, I, I would rather err on the side of caution than I, than I would um, on getting somebody hurt or cold or frozen or, or something like that. Um, but the other thing I can tell you is... Uh, you know, I, I've had some people give me feedback. You make decisions very early. And I can tell folks that uh, I've been calling school since 2005. Um, I, there are very few superintendents who've been a superintendent that long who've made decisions as long as I have. So I'm very comfortable making the decision on what we're going to do. And, um, you know, and we're going to and we're going to do it. And then we're going to do what's best for kids here. So but that's um, so. So it's not something that I. I do not lose sleep over having to make a snow call. Um, I think that's just important for people to know as well. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, and let's hope for good weather. Well, it's time to wrap up this snowy edition of Pony Voices. I don't know about you, but I'm sure glad I'm not the one who has to make those early morning snow day decisions. I want to thank Dr. Funk for talking with us today and for all he does to keep our students and staff safe. Thank you all for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode of Pony Voices, please share it with your friends and neighbors. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast to make sure you never miss an episode. Until next time, go ponies! S-E-I-A!